Welcome to another edition of Any Soul Magazine on ISO Television TV. I am your host, Finesse Demps, and it's always a pleasure to interview artists that are doing stuff in the business, especially when they're independent artists making a name for themselves. And today, it is really an honor to have this brother from California with us today, 16 years in, in the military, I believe it was the Army. Um, He's a producer, songwriter, and a singer. And we're gonna learn all about who he is and how he became who he is today. I'm talking about the one and only St. James. How are you doing today, sir? Blessed, man. Thank you so much for having me, man. Just making it like everybody else, you know what I mean? Post-COVID. <laughs> oh, <geez>. ah. <laughs> so let me, add, let me start with, with that. Being an artist during post-COVID, um, how has that worked for you? Man, it's been amazing because I've been working the internet, man. Just like, you know, I'm quarantined. I, you know, I go to the studio, we wear our masks. We try to be as uh, correct with that, you know, dis social distance as much as possible. But you still got to continue to move on and do what you normally do as, as much as possible. I don't think wherever we have a, this is the new normal. Got to get over it. You know, people still get offended with the mask thing. Man, get over it. I, I don't care what you think. I'm, I'm watching people actually pass away from this stuff. So it's not a joke. You know, and it's not a joke if you get it. So don't, don't, so, you know, how it's like rehearsal. How you rehearse is how you're going to perform. So it's the same thing with COVID. How you treat it is how you're going to be impacted by it. So we don't play about that. So, but, but as far as COVID is concerned, it's, it's, it's put us in a position, especially for real authentic R&B and music that's touching soul and touching lives to be relevant again. I mean, we've had to basically beg people for a long time to, to respect uh, urban R&B type music, soul music, like like they used to, you know what I'm saying? It used to be the stand, industry standard was R&B. Of course, mm -hmm. hip hop and a lot of other genres have taken dominant and front and center, but nothing beats a real good record, man. You know, right. I, was in the, I was in the elevator one day and uh, I think it was uh, Geffen Records one day in New York. I was shopping deals back in the blizzard of 2004 and I was emotional in my feelings over the fact that I know I'm good enough. I know I had the music and opportunity, the, the, the talent to be, signed to a major but could just not get in the door and it was a strange moment i was in an elevator and my head was hanging down and the, the guy asked me what was wrong i was like man i just i just try 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 just can't get in the door and he said he said one song will change your life a hit record changes everything so keep grinding keep keep writing keep producing and one day you'll that hit record's gonna come and you'll be able to it'll open the door for you and i'll never i'll never forget that statement it was like an angel talking to me it was crazy but it was just one of those phenomenal moments. So, so yeah. let's talk about that. How did you get involved in the music business? Because you did 16 years in the military. What mm -hmm. made you decide to do music? Uh, you know, I've been singing since I was a kid, man. My situation uh, was just like, uh, my mama had me singing Michael Jackson records. And, and I grew up in Chicago, so I'm in a, some of the poorest housing developments in, this, in the nation or probably across the world, man. And I remember my mom just, I had the Afro <laughs> and I'm out there, boom, 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 you know what I'm saying? <laughs> with a tip bucket and it was filled up with money. It was crazy. So I started then and been loving music since a kid. My grandmother was a gospel singer uh, in, in a church and everything. And, uh, but during the weekday, Sam Cook, Otis Red, and you know, all the greats, man, James Brown, we getting it in, she cooking in the kitchen. I'm like, sitting there that way, you know, I want to eat. Plus I'm, I love the music. And I just been in the music ever since high school. I evolved into, you know, choir, senior choir, glee, glee, 
um, ensemble, drama, 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 you know, and then just learn to love music. And then in my 20s, I decided to, that I wanted to be, I, I thought at the time a star, you know, everybody wanted to be a star when Whitney Houston, Michael Jackson, Mariah Carey, all the greats were doing their thing. Those days are kind of over. I think most stars these days are not really dis- developed. I think they're either discovered and or uh, they get lucky. <laughs> you know, the days are over, so. It, that does that does have a lot to do with it as well. Got to be in the right place at the right time. So yes, so so luck to some degree does play a part in this. Yes, um, what are some of your musical influences? Uh, my musical influences, um, you know, I I like a lot of people, uh, but specifically I'm focused on uh, the greats, man. The the people that paved the way before us. You know, James Browns of the world. The uh, you know even the Count Basies. Some of the, uh, you know, uh, you think of uh, Louis Armstrong, you think of uh, uh, Etta James, you know, uh, just, you know, the Motown, the, the whole Motown uh, uh, evolution would get how Barry Gordy just put together that sound and created those artists, man, and, and the stories of their lives, man. You got to go back before you go forward. So I, I, I love I love music, uh, opera, you know, just, you know, just a lot of them, you know, a lot of different inspiration, you know, motivation, inspiring artists and acts that came before me. And, uh, you know, there's nothing new under the sun, but you do have to, you have to get under the sun though, at least. A lot of people don't, don't realize they talk about something, nothing's new under the sun, but if you ain't st- sitting under the sun, you know, ain't nothing shining on you. So you gotta find the time to study and, and know music, music theory and have a foundation in, in, in the love for all genres, you know what I mean? You you named a lot of the soul artists, soul music. So I have to ask, what's your definition of soul music? I think soul music isn't necessarily black music or anything with race. I think it has to do with the soul of the music. Like, do you put your passion, your 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 drive, your motivation, your preparation into a song? That's what makes it soul, soulful. You know. Uh, that means you're singing with your whole heart. You're not, you're leaving it all on the floor like an athlete would do, a basketball player or an athlete or somebody would do. You, you just leave, leave it on the floor. And that's the thing about in the booth. I'll, I'll leave it all in the booth, man. You can hear it in my vocals. I sing like it's the last time I'm going to sing a record. It's the last song I'm ever seeing. Because it has to come across to believable when people hear their music. And, and, ha- and if it does that, it, it will impact them, man. They'll feel it. Okay. Uh, you're watching Indie Soul Magazine on ISO Television. We're talking to the R&B soul singer, Mr. St. James. Uh, we're going to take a little break right now. When we come back, we're going to get into his music and a whole lot more. Don't go anywhere. We'll be right back. We'll be right back. Yeah, don't go anywhere. Welcome back to Indie Soul Magazine on ISO Television. I'm your host, Finesse Dems, along with my special guest, Mr. St. James. And before we go any further, for the people listening the people watching, can you give up your social media? Because I like for people to be able to look at you and check you out while we're talking. Okay. Yes. I'm. Uh, you can reach me. I have an official website. Uh, of course, the www.stjames, S-A-I-N-T-J-A-I-M-Z.com. It's my official website. Um, you can find me on Instagram at uh, St. James Official, S-A-I-N-T-J-A-I-M-Z. I'm on Facebook, uh, Twitter, St. James 916. And you could also Google, I, I heard I'm trending. I haven't checked, but that's what I heard. So you can, you can Google me and find all things St. James, all access. I have a link tree 
uh, link in my bio on Instagram. You hit that link. You can find all my, my social media platforms and all things you want to know. So appreciate it. All right. And I have to ask, because in listening to your music and looking at your video, you have that certain sound, that 90s sound. What right. is your, what is your favorite era of R&B and soul music? You know the '90s. The '90s R&B was ridiculous, man. I'm sorry. It had all elements. It had. It took a little bit of '80s uh, mel melodic sound, and then just gave it that bass and that bottom driving with them drum tracks that just make you go, ooh, you know what I'm saying? To knock your head, you're like, ooh, <clears throat> right? '90s. There's just something about the '90s R&B that, you know. It, it, it ain't never, it, no matter how many times I hear them, those 90s records, they don't sound old to me. They don't get dated. I mean, we know they're older records or they were created in, in, in that era, but they still feel good. And, and, and a lot of people, our age, my age, I'm 52, so I'm proud of my age. Ain't no ageism uh, insecurity here, brother. I'm, I'm blessed and confident. Charlie Wilson is just kicking the door down for, for 70 plus. Yes, and, and killing the game and sound great dancing and doing his thing. and that gives us a, a lot of artists hope to kind of keep pushing. You're never too old to pursue your dream, to continue to live your dream or reinvent yourself. Right, right. So what, it, it's interesting because I love the 90s. I DJ. I'm 53, so we're okay. the same age. You're grown, um, man. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So what do you think happened to the 90s era? Because it seemed to me like it died too soon. Well, I think what happened was, you know, you know, I'm a, I'm a straight shooter uh, for that. So, you know, I got to keep it 100 with you, man. I think that, I think honestly, racism has taken over uh, aspect yeah. of our of the music industry. I think there's a systemic racism involved in the music industry. I don't think that though the powers that be in the major, and I'm, I'm, as I'm an independent artist, so I say this with impunity. I really don't care about a record deal or being signed to a major art uh, label. Really, I don't. I care about building my fan base organically creating great music for them and and and, and love enjoying what I love to do. I don't want to do this if I'm miserable doing it. So all that with all that being said, I'm focused on I believe there's systemic racism in the music industry that keeps uh our urban, the black, the the African American, the the whole culture of what we do as musicians and in and, and producers and songwriters and artists in a box. You, you know, there's not a lot of money being generated and put behind R&B. R&B, it's like we have to beg people to support the genre that used to be the, the industry standard. You know what I'm saying? Some of those people that have a problem with R&B were, were created off of some of that music. James Brown, Al Green, you know, you know some of them songs. So uh, I think that systemic racism or uh, lack of respect for what we do is creating it caused a lot of us to start doing pop music. I, I was guilty of it back in the early, like, 2000s. I went from the 90s R&B kind of faded out. Then you saw this, this uprise of just pop songs. You know, you had Justin Timberlake. And I'm sorry that the name drop, but I got to keep it real. Uh, Justin Timberlake, Ed Shireen, um, Sam Smith. All those guys are really dope artists, but they're winning, they're winning R&B Artists of the Year. Come on, man. That'll never happen in the 80s and 90s. You know, that's because our music fell. We stopped, we got away from what made us who we were and start pursuing where we thought the money and opportunity was going to be. And it just changed the dynamic and landscape of our music. And now we're trying to get it back and we're playing catch up. You know what I mean? That's that's my opinion, strictly so. Right. Um, in, in, <laughs> when did you, when did you start releasing your own music? Man, I've been, since the days of, since I watched Master P 
sell CDs out the trunk of his car and ludicrous. And those artists back in those days really kind of hustled. The CD game was real strong. You know, we've gotten away from merchandising our product where we could actually make a decent dollar out of it, man. Mm -hmm. uh, so I, I was selling CDs back when CD Baby, I knew Derek Sivers, the president of CD Baby, when he first was a startup. And, and I was one of the first artists that, that really had a great following and, and end up going over, over in Europe because of CD Baby opened the door for me to meet a lot of people in this industry. Uh, so I started back then making CDs, or, or printing CDs or, you know, off of my laptop, burning them, and then printing the labels and <laughs> jewel cases. And I remember all that. Oh my God, man. I was out there with headphones and let, see, I always had a marketing plan though. You don't want people, to, you don't, you don't want to hope people buy your stuff. You want to know they're going to do it. And that's the test market your music to see what the result, the, the feedback is. And then you will know you got something. And then you let people hear what you got before you actually ask them to buy something they never heard. That's an insult. So you kind of like, so I would go to bus stations, Greyhound stations, Amtrak stations. I would be like on plane in the airports, man. I used to go to Las Vegas and sing karaoke. I would sing one of my songs for karaoke or my remakes or whatever and sell about a hundred CDs, man, at $10 a pop. I had, I would get a room. I had money to eat. I could, you know, stay over. I mean, I could go somewhere and do catch a show. It I made money selling my CDs. It's hard to make money nowadays. The monetization of music is really the I think what's really hurting the independent artists as well as the major, you know what I mean? But you know, I've noticed one of the things I like about you is that you continue to grind and market. Can you give some advice to the artists out there today that are having a problem getting their music seen and heard you know i honestly think your product starts with your song which is with your song if it's it, you've got to have a great record it, it, you, you 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 and i'm just sorry you can you know you can write and produce all you want but if it's not quality it ain't even just whether you like now everybody's not gonna like everything i do baskin and robbins has 31 flavors of ice cream but mm -hmm. everyone's not gonna like every flavor but it's still ice cream. So, right, right. so you still gotta have make ice cream, baby. You can't you can't make uh, snow cones and call it ice cream. That's not ice cream. So it's the same thing. So your music's gotta be your product's gotta be solid and and the quality. That opens the door for everything else you want. Then you can always polish up your visuals, your 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 logos, your banners, your your artwork, and and your vi your video presentation. You can get better with that. And I, I'm actually getting better. I'm gonna keep working and grinding until I get better with everything I do. And during COVID, people understand right now that the quality of your work may not be Hollywood and polished right now. Everything ain't going to look super, super quality because no one's in a position to finance that type of stuff right now. And uh, frankly, a lot of people are not even doing it. So right. they expect your stuff to look a little more practical. And then there are, there are, there are a fan base of people that like authentic, raw, real reality type type product, no, you know, products, what you, whatever you're putting out. So, but there's a time where you got to draw the line in, in quarantine quality and, and professional quality, and you got to just get better. That takes time. So evolve. Don't, don't, don't kick yourself too hard for it. But if your music stands above, your music cannot be, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? It can't be compromised. The pro the song, the, the mix, 
the the the, the, the vocals, the pitch, the key, everything's got to be right. That's quality. Then you can you have something to, to present to people. You can't have a lack of quality and think people are going to support you just because you're doing it. And just be let me be clear: not everybody's going to care about what you do or that you, you know you're just another person singing on the internet. How do you get back? How do you sure. stop? That? You know what I'm saying? You know how many people. You know how many people on the internet singing, rapping, dancing, doing something? You're like, it's over, it's, it's oversaturation of it because there's not a lot of opportunities for people that look like us, bro. Honestly, if you, I mean, if you're not a lawyer, doctor, you're not doing the traditional stuff, you're not going to college, you're not doing that. The music industry is the second best thing going in the, in the world. But because of that, the quality is diminished because the, the demand, I mean, the, the demand is not as high because there's too, it's oversaturation. Right. So, you got you to gotta rise above the oversaturation by being different. And I don't know what that different looks like for everybody. But for me, it's owning that I'm, I'm a grown man, staying true to the, to the roots of the music I like to do, and finding the demographic of people that like what I do instead of trying to be loved by the whole world. Just be loved by the ones that love what you do. And you can still make a decent living, gain a, a fan base, and eat a little bit. It's that simple. All right. We're talking to... Mr. St. James, uh, R&B soul artist, you're listening and watching Indie Soul Magazine television on ISO television. We're going to be right back and we're going to get into his music. Don't go anywhere. All right. <laughs> Welcome back to Indie Soul Magazine on ISO television. I'm your host, Finesse, along with St. James here. He's been telling us about the music business and how he got involved in the whole nine. I want to talk about your current project. Yes, sir. Bruh, that single, Gentle, which is a classic, uh, Richard Dimple Fields, um, but you put your spin on it, and it's a really good good song. How did that come about? Well, the, you know, the the original record, I think it was, uh, it's Gentle, it's called Gentle Calling Your Name, and so uh, I've always loved that original record, man, so the original author and composer's name is Jerry Mims. Mm -hmm. He um, is a friend of my brother's. So when I first wanted to remake the record, I asked for permission to what I need to do to license it, get clearance or whatnot, try to do things above board and good business. He said, man, you know, I've heard some of your stuff and I like what you're doing. And I see you. So, yeah, go ahead and do what you want to do with the record. Hit me. Let me check it out. If I like it, I'll get back with you on what, what how we should proceed. Man, I sent that track to him. It was history after that. He was like, bro. That's hot. Let me tell you, I got to give you publishing on this, man. I would feel guilty by not letting you. So he gave me 50% publishing rights to my version. Wow. You know how unheard of that wow. is? Wow. That's unheard of. And unheard of. Bruh, and there's a behind the music story for this song. So it's not really just all, you know, uh, honey and bees. <laughs> yeah. For lack of a better term. <laughs> so, you know, it's it's a real, it's a real heartbreaking story behind this record. And then the young lady Janice, uh, that sang the, the 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 female duet part uh, with Frederick, I believe, uh, initially was the original singer for that. Uh, I believe uh, she passed away of epilepsy, and I don't think oh, she got wow. it right. Yeah, man, she didn't get a chance to actually go on the road with Frederick back in the day and, and and perform that record. And there's some there's some really some some interesting stuff going on behind it. And quiet as kept, I actually have the exclusive rights. For the story, and I'm putting together a to be the executive producer behind that, like almost like an unsung 
uh, behind the music story with the with Jerry and and, and hopefully we can get the cast to come in, Frederick and the rest of those. We we're putting that together right now. I don't can't say too much with the NDA. I got to put together, but ultimately, I'm excited about it, man. So you know, because this record is as independent release is, is doing its thing. We're trying to get mainstream budget now. It takes a lot of money, and you know, I'm not willing to mortgage my life and my home or anything I have for music, man. I did that back when I was younger, but hey, a brother getting too old to be losing uh, homes and and me, especially now, especially nowadays. <laughs> exactly. So. <laughs> Yeah, so I put that song together, man, and the guy gave me rights to the record, man, and the rest is history. I dropped it July 3rd, and we have been doing going ever since. The beauty thing about being independent, I don't have a shelf life on how long I can continuously work this record. I'm going to work this record until the wheels fall off. People are going to get sick of St. James. And As things. you're supposed to. That's a talent artist. you got to work the record. It takes a year and a half to work an album. Exactly. So yes, don't sir. keep putting out new music and let people appreciate it. Right. I, I, you know... The song is wonderful, but the video is even better. Oh, Talk about the video. Oh man, we did that on a shoestring budget. <laughs> but what it is is just you know, I um, I actually have an agent that I'm signed to uh, that is about branding because branding it's, it's all about branding. Once you get you gotta you gotta brand yourself. You can be a singer songwriter, do all that stuff, but you also have to develop a brand. And everybody talks about a brand. You're not a brand into someone to someone that wants to utilize what you do in commercials, media, uh, medium, and uh, print. So, uh, so we have a 7,500 square foot facility that I have a, a studio, office studio in that I work out. I got a, three three studios I work out of my home, uh, office, and then I have my main studio where I cut vocals and do mixes with my engineer who's one of the best in the game. And if you notice that record, that mix is pristine. I mean, it is small. That makes the difference. I could have did that record somewhere else and it would not have the same uh, impact if the mix wasn't solid. So, you know, so we shot that video at my, uh, at the the production studio that you see the stage we were on. We put one, we we wanted two mics. We couldn't find a second mic. So we just put the mic in the middle. Obviously wasn't COVID. So it wasn't no mask thing going on, no social distancing. But so we were able to do the old school side by side peaches and herb. Uh, 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 what's the name? Uh, the two, the Ashford and Simpson. You know, we try to do yeah. we try to go back to that kind of vibe. So yeah, that's how very we beautiful. <laughs> so I'm gonna let you throw to the song, and then okay. we're gonna come back and talk some more. Go ahead and want you throw to the song. Okay, yo, this is St. James, and you uh, you listening to my record, the newest single, Being Gentle, featuring my girl, my sister, Sinead Goss, out of Sacramento, California, and Chicago, Illinois. We appreciate the support out there. Check it out, Being Gentle. All right, you listen to it right here on Indie Soul Magazine on ISO Television. We'll be right back.
girl So don't you ever stop being in my world I don't ever wanna stop loving you, boy So don't you ever stop giving me joy I'll be gentle Gentle is blowing up. I mean, it's lovely. And we're putting together a video show, folks. So you're going to see the video. It'll be coming soon. But um, uh, St. James, I want to talk to you about production. Okay. You do you do producing. Yes. Can you, if folks want to get in contact with you about producing, can you let them know what you're looking for? Uh, you know what? I, you know, a lot of times artists now, because we do have more control over what we do, and we hear the horror stories of all the people that have come before us that have died penny, penniless, 
and, and, and homeless and messed up drugs and all this stuff that comes with success and fame. So a lot of artists don't want to go down that road of pitfall, but they also have gotten away from listening to people that are doing it, doing it right or have success or, or have no people that have success. So they tend to kind of come into the door of a studio or situation with their own preconceived ideas of how they want a record to sound, forgetting that there's fundamental foundational things that, uh, that go into making a song that you may have left out with your demo version. So I look for people that are open-minded, that want to work with as a team, because Barry Gordy didn't make, though Motown's records didn't come out there, come out sounding like that without a team effort. That's why he had quality control meetings. He would sit around and play the record. Okay, we sit around as a team. If you're down to your last dollar, you're going to buy this record or, you, or you're going to buy a sandwich. <laughs> if the record wasn't hot, we buying the sandwich. If the record's hot, we're going to buy the record. So it's about team. So these artists have to come into the door with an open mind to listen to people that are seasoned doing it to how they can take their project or their song to the next level of, of quality and, and production. So if people want to work, they got to come in with an open mind. Don't come in thinking you're going to tell me how to do the record. Not that you can tell me how you hear it, how you want to do it, but then we take it to the next level. My engineer is one of the best in the game, mixes everything, pitch and key, you know, and an arrangement. So you got to be willing to listen to that kind of stuff because I have to do it. I still do it. I, I may be a producer and know how to do all that, but I listen to my team, man. I get beat up in the booth. Trust me, that general record, I got toe up vocally. Get in there, you know, hit me, get, do it again, sing it again. No, one more time. So you can feel it. You got to hear it. Every note, everything matters from, from the intro to the outro. The song has to be vetted and polished. And that's what that's that makes a difference between rushing, going in there, trying to watching the clock, worrying about how much money you're spending. I mean, you don't want to be obsessing and out of control with it, but you you, you really want to make sure you put in the effort and time. And you can tell people that put in time in their records and want people that didn't. You just can tell, man. So if you're ready to work, call, hit me up. We got, I got a great production team, any genre. We don't just do R&B. We can do it all. So yeah, I, I, do, do, I even do country. So let's well, give them, give them a phone number and email. Okay. You can hit me up on my phone number, 916-430-8579. Hey, it is what it is. You know, we can text me. You can email me at stjames.com. I'm sorry, stjames1 at gmail.com. Uh, you can hit my official website uh, uh, and just hit me up. DM me on social media. I, I do reply. I'm not one of those artists that ain't, that's not going to hit you back and act like I don't see you texting me or something. But, you know, but I'm about, I'm going to tell you right now, I'm about my business. I'm professional and I'm respectful. So if you're serious and you're respectful about your business and you're, and you're serious, hit me up. If you're not, I, I, I'm not going to play games with you. I'm too grown for games. <laughs> so let's get it. What's the future for St. James? Oh, well, uh, this Friday, as a matter of fact, I dropped an EP. Being Gentle is the first record off there. So I'm doing a record, an EP called Throwback the Covers. And basically, I'm doing six remakes that are sounding like originals again. So, but I'm, 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 I'll give them to you right here. Being Gentle, number one. Um, Baby Come Back by Player, number two. Uh, number three is Rock With You, Bobby Brown. I got... Uh, me and Sine did uh, Baby Come To Me, James Ingram, Patty Austin remake. Oh, we getting great reviews off of the EP, man. And I have a listening party this Thursday, October 22nd, from 8 p.m. to 10 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. I'll send you that finesse, the link to it if you want it, man, if you guys want to check it out. And uh, just come in. It's an informal, laid-back vibe. We're going to chill, play the records, talk. And, you know, I got my girl Nisi P out of uh, Inner Sanctum Radio, a friend of mine out of uh, Florida who's going to be hosting it and, and you know, and you know, leap, keep it, keeping me on point. So, and so we can have a good time, man. It's going to be cool. So that's what I'm doing. All so right. stay tuned for that EP. It's going to be dope. 
All right. I, I can't wait to see it. I'm very excited for you. You know, we got to have you back on the show again. Anytime you're welcome. Yes, you know, sir. We'll, we'll talk and do some things. I appreciate you for coming on uh, Indie much. Soul Magazine and ISO Television. Yes, Big sir. things. The song Gentle is rocking. Keep doing what you do, bro. And I'm yes, very proud of you. And I will okay. talk again real soon. And uh, folks, ladies and gentlemen, St. James in the house, make sure you support the EP. Make sure you support the song. Call up your radio station. Tell them, yo, get this song gentle on yeah. the air. That's right. what you do. Being so uh, appreciate you. Any closing sure, words? Yes, please, people. You know, it's time to stop, you know, the, 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 the critical judgment mindset of how we approach supporting each other. You know, if it's good work, if it's good music, if the brother or the sister's doing their thing, show them love. We gotta, we gotta show more love to, to our people, to not, not even just our people, but good, really great artists that are out here doing their thing. Independent artists, I love independent artists, and everyone started from somewhere. Everyone started independent. So, you, you know, you can't just turn your nose up because you don't know who they are, you haven't heard their stuff. Just, you gotta listen. Listen to their stuff. Don't just hear it, listen. And if you hear it, I mean, if you listen to it, Chances are you, you, you'll become a fan of somebody that you didn't even know existed. And half of the people that are doing well in this industry are the ones are the people you really don't even know anyway. Yep. And everybody, like you said, was once an independent artist. Nobody right. done this overnight. Nobody. Exactly. You got to start from somewhere, brother. So thank you, Finesse, right. again for having me. I, and God bless you, man. I appreciate you, you and your, 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 your business, your family, and all you guys that you're doing for independent artists and, and music. Thank you. I appreciate it. And thank you so much. And we'll talk, talk to you soon. Ladies and gentlemen, we'll see you the next time on Indie Soul Magazine or ISO Television. You guys be safe. Peace. Let's get it. Peace. <laughs> you know what? I'm actually tired of this love cycle. First we argue, then we cool. It's crazy. <laughs> to be real with you, baby, I just don't want to do it no more. My love is gone. What you want, but I'm a wall. Yeah, girl, you're wondering, wondering how you can get me back, baby. Cause I've been gone too long, and it's driving you crazy. Oh, how you gonna miss my love, honey? Why did I leave? You knew I had to go. Do you think it's funny? What are you supposed to do without me in your life? What are you supposed now, to do, baby? We lost without my love. Lost without me my love in me. Cause
There's nothing like to see a good loving right And I bet you, I bet you can't sleep at night What are you supposed, are you to, do supposed to do without me in your life now? You're lost without me in What are you gonna do? But my love is a wall.